God is great and he's better than that. Welcome to the PG Godcast where we're changing your world with the word. God don't like ugly. That's what we're talking about on this time with the PG Godcast. Please like, follow, share, and subscribe and help us grow the PG Godcast Nation because the only thing we're about is fulfilling the Great Commission. We're only on the best social media and podcast platforms, and you can catch the latest at the simpleshepherd.com website. But please be patient. This is a new work, and just like you and just like me, we're all a work in progress. Now, before we go further, we need to talk with God. Why pray, you say? Because if you don't P-R-A-Y, you'll be P-R-E-Y every time. Because you can't walk with him until you talk with him first. Now, don't jeopardize your safety or your job. So if you're driving, press pause, pull over when it's safe to do so, then press play, and then you're ready to pray. Otherwise, just chill out for a little bit and relax. Take a deep breath and get rid of all that mess and stress you're dealing with. Open your heart and mind, and let's get ready to roll. Never forget, it's God's breath you're breathing, so make the most of every breath. Okay, let's pray together. Dear Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the one who's listening and watching. Lord, I ask to just uh, be with them and be with me as, Lord, we just want to seek your will. We want to see you do something in our lives that only you can do, and we can put it all in your hands, Lord. Amen. What is talking about today is God don't like ugly. Being kind in an unkind world. Now, I'm going to tell you what, that's hard to do, isn't it? It's hard to do. We got a lot of unkindness in this world. But you know, the Lord's called us to be light, and light's only good if it's in the darkness, Right. So we have to understand the difficulties we face sometimes. They hit us right in the forehead. And I think this does today with you, just like you can with me. We all struggle with saying unkind things when we get our feelings hurt. And whether it's you, your family, or your friends, I don't care who you are, it struggles with it. We all struggle with it. And it's easy to let things get under your skin. And then when you do that, then anger creeps in. After that is temper. And then temper almost always, I ain't never had temper where it doesn't lead to some sort of regret. Now, although it's natural to get angry at times, and it's a good protective response, how you focus your anger is on you. You can't blame anybody else, anybody else for how you focus your anger. And that's why God wants us to learn not to use hateful and hurtful speech. You say, well, I know that, but you know what? We all need a reminder. So what does God tell us? Well, in life, our life application scripture, and I say life application because I wanted you to apply it to your life, is Ephesians 4, 29 through 32, and I use the ESV. It says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Man, that's awesome, isn't it? That's powerful. But man, it's not so easy to apply sometimes, isn't it? We understand exactly what it says, but we drift from it. That's because we have just the normal sin nature. Well, like I always do, I want to share with you what I call the four S's in the word success. Now, you got three in the word success. If you spell it out, you got three, okay? And we're going to look at those three in just a minute. But the fourth one, I'll tell you about at the very end. That's the one that gets me more excited. So I call them the S's of success. You can almost break any situation or circumstance to this. You have a situation, you have a source, and you have a solution. So let's go to the first one. What's the situation? What is it? Own it. Embrace it, Okay. Listen, you're using hurtful words and hateful words, and you're using, and I say a, 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 a tear word is a swear word. If you're not building up, you're tearing down. Simple. Okay, if you're not positive, you're negative. Otherwise, you're just talking in the air. 
The reality is God has created you for verbal communication and also for touch. And that touch is to be in a kind way. And it's very hard when people are hurtful or hateful to you, but you have to be willing to be loving to them. We have to set the example and the standard. It doesn't make you better than one else. And the trial, I'll tell you what now, I don't know if anybody doesn't struggle somehow with this. They may not tell you, but I can tell that people around them will know it. So we all struggle with this. Don't let anybody fool you. But when it says the situation, what exactly is the problem? Embrace it. Meet it head on. The good, bad, and the ugly. Talk about it. Write it out. But don't ignore the fact that it's there. Remember, denial is not just a river in Egypt. Okay? It's a black hole that will suck you in and wear you out every time. So open up and embrace it. You must tell yourself that you are going to win, but you got to embrace the situation. All right, so what's the situation here? Okay, let. Now, I'm going to tell you what. There's several places in Scripture that three-letter words hold a lot of pack, a lot of power, and we'll get to that in other sessions. But look at let. Let is a verb. You have to. That's an action word. You have to let, okay? And it says corrupting talk. Man, I'm telling you what. Swear words are tear word every time. Okay, you're either saying right or wrong. And then it says, come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up. Okay, well, you can't use the words tear down. Then it go a little bit further in that verse, and it says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. What does that mean? Doing something that's unpleasing to him. You know, he's got a plan for us. He wants us to be kind. He wants us to be loving. He wants us to share our light that we have in dark times. We've got some dark times. Ain't no two ways about it. And we struggle with it. But the reality is when you don't follow through what God has for you in your life, you miss out on some amazing things. And I think that's exactly what I think about grieving the Holy Spirit. The Lord is trying to do something good, and you're doing something to say nothing but bad. Okay? Remember, swear word's a tear word. Okay? All right? And then the next again is let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Okay? So now you look at that we saw the situation. Now we see the source. Okay? What's the source? what is the cause of this who is the cause of this now let me say you got to own it so you own part of it but the source part you got to dig deep you got to reflect man because that's what's going to happen uh, because you have to reflect who it is now it's or what it is now let me tell you a lot of times in life we can say well who it is but the issue is not the uh, a person it's the problem so you got to ask the lord to show you are you really trying to deal with the symptom or you really want to get a cure for the disease so i know that you do so we just have to be careful and that is what we do but notice i see this cascading effect in the last part of that let all bitterness and i'll tell you what bitterness does for you you probably heard it said before if you hadn't hear this bitterness is you being mad at somebody else and you drinking the poison hoping it's going to help them hurt them it doesn't work okay it just makes things worse but notice this i want you to think of this as like uh falling down a set of stairs okay I'll read it to you. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Okay? Now, think of each of those as a step. And one leads to the other. Bitterness and then wrath, that means fighting out of your anger. Okay? Uh, anger and clamor and slander. Anger, we know what that is. Clamor, making noise. If you're not doing something positive, you're doing something negative. That's the way it is. Okay? And you either accept it all or not at all in God's eyes. So it's clamor and slander. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Aren't we just so sick and tired of hearing about people slandering one another on TV, everywhere else? Look, if somebody tells you something and you're not sure if it's true, don't share it. First of all, if they told you not to share it, don't share it. But if you don't know whether it's true or not, don't share it. 
It doesn't do anything but make things worse. Gossip destroys things. Slander destroys things. That's why people don't want to go to church. So just remember now, get rid of all the bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander. Each of those goes down. And think about the final plop on the staircase. That's malice. Get over it. You got to get over it. Stop it. Okay? Just that simple. So now let's look. We've looked at the situation. We've looked at the source. Now here, let's look at the solution. Listen, I'm a solution-oriented person. I'm not best at anything, but I know my Lord is. And so I want to be proactive, not reactive. So how do I do that when people all around me just keep getting on my nerves and boom, 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 boom? I get it. I know it. I've used the excuses all day long. What the solution is very simple. You got to. You just got to identify two categories. What do I have control to change and what do I not? Your anger, you have control to change. How you act out, you have control to change. What comes out of your mouth, you got the role it can change. You got free will and choice. What somebody says about you, there's not very little you can do. You want to dwell on it, so be it. But you're going to waste your time. It doesn't matter. Your reputation and who you are is who you are in Christ. And as long as you're striving for that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the world says. It just matters what God says. And he says, you're his precious treasure. You're powerful. You're awesome. You can be courageous. You were called to be a conqueror, an overcomer, but you can't do it without Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, I've tried it. It doesn't work. So we've got the situation. We've got the source. Now let's look at the solution. Same scripture. So what is going to be my action plan to keep this from happening? Okay. Maybe to take some deep breaths, like I said. I'll tell you, we don't do near enough pausing to take some deep, deep breaths. Maybe that's what you want to do. But look what it says. Here's the solution. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. Stop right there. That's what you got to do. Corrupting talk is any swear word or tear word, either good or bad. That's one or the other. Okay? But only such is good for building up. That's exactly what the word says, right? Only for what uh, is good for building up. As fits the occasion, just ask the Lord. Hey, look, you got two ears, one mouth. You, you're supposed to listen twice as much as you speak. The Lord talks about all in his word. Let your words be few. There's a reason for it because we seem to constantly have shoe leather coming out of our mouths. We talk too much. We we, we think ahead too much. Uh, I struggle with that just as much anybody else. And there was a time in my life I let bitterness, anger, clamor, the whole nine yards mess me up. I didn't care. Well, God cares for you. And you got to realize that God has brought you to a place in the right place. But there's sometimes you're going to have to ask the Lord. Sometimes you just need to step back a minute and realize the occasion may not be for the words you're going to share. And then remember, don't do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. If you get up, all the Lord wants you to do is be faithful. And if you get up every day and say, Lord, by the time I put my head on the pillow at night, I want to at least try for, to be pleasing unto you. If that is your number one goal. It's going to be all right, better than all right, okay? That's for any relationship in your life. That's the way it works. But look at the answer. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. All right, don't get don't get all belligerent now. Get all upset and start waiting and shaking over the forgiven thing. I understand that. We'll talk about that at another time. But right now, you know what it means. And, and you got to give as, as God and Christ forgave you. You say, man. But I don't even know him. Listen, I'm going to show you how in just a minute. So we talked about situation, the source, solution. Now let's look at something a big deeper. you got to have courage now to be willing to allow God to help you. But because of who he is and because how he works, he's not going to help you unless he hears you say, I need help. And oh, man, he never tires, never tires when you're saying, I need help, Lord. All right. Now here's the fourth one. The fourth one to me is the most exciting and the most important. 
You can read good books, you can have good looks, and you can do good works, but if you ain't got the Savior, and that's the fourth S, you're not going to ever find true success. You'll never find the answers you seek, and you can't do it without a close, personal, healthy relationship with Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. I know I tried it, been there, done that, it don't work, and God's got something better for you. All right, now, it's time for a change, and there's no better time than right now. Here's the question. Are you ready? Are you ready to see God do something in your life that only he can do? What are you waiting for? It's time for a change. You can do this. It's awesome when you realize just how much he loves you, no matter what he's proud of you. You're not your past. All you got to do is leave your present and look forward to a great future with God. Come on and pray with me right now. Jesus has something to tell you. Just let him do it. It doesn't matter what's in your past, I said. It's gone. It's time to live the present. So if you'd like to ask Jesus into your heart or you'd like to recommit, refresh, return, or recommit your life to God, let him change you from the inside out. Let go. Let God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the one that wants to make this decision today. And so I just lift up this prayer and ask them to say it in their minds and say it as loud as they can or to themselves so you hear it. Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. Dear Jesus, I believe that you came for me, you died for me, you rose again for me, and you ascended for me. And I don't even know all of what those words mean, but I know that you're real. And I need to have a real change in my life. Please, Lord, come into my heart. I want to repent of my sin and have you as my Savior and Lord. I need a new life right now in Jesus' name. For that recommitment, dear Lord, you know my heart. You know where I'm at. I just need a reset. Help me, Lord. I need your help. Reset till I can build your kingdom and become who you've called me to be in Jesus' name. Amen. I tell them all the time, hey, don't put it on a shelf. Don't keep it to yourself. Let someone know about the decision you made today. Man, it's awesome with Jesus. Ain't it so, Bo? Now, remember to check out the simpleshepherd.com website. And if you'd like to email me at pg at thesimpleshepherd.com, I'd love to hear from you. And if you got some ideas or topics, please send them on. And we might be able to get to them, to them in the future. And when you do, please reference E7 when you do. All right. Okay. Now, all right, born again, get out there and live the difference. All right, born again, get out there and live the difference. So like, follow, share, and subscribe and help us grow the PG Godcast Nation because the only thing we're about is fulfilling the Great Commission. Once again, thank you for listening to the PG Godcast. See you next time. And remember, the world's a better place because you are in it. And above all, God is great and he's better than that.